lovely how are you i hope you're having a fabulous day so welcome to you the podcast with me your host hetty gifford thank you for taking the time to give this a listen time is the most precious thing that we have so it means the absolute world that you're going to spend the next 20 to 30 minutes with me and i truly hope you get something valuable from these chats so episode six do you need a bigger pot? Okay. So this is a little thought or metaphor that really triggered a next wave of growth for me in my life. So several years ago, I just felt stuck. I don't know if you've ever felt that. Um, I was actually successful at the time and I'd achieved a lot of things that I wanted to, but where I was at in my journey to where I wanted to go, there were still a lot of things I wanted to tick off the list. And for some reason, I just didn't feel this motivation to take the action to go and do them. I, I, I like I couldn't understand why I was feeling the way I was feeling. And actually I was slipping back into bad thought processes that I thought had outgrown that I knew didn't serve me. I was slipping back into previous bad habits. I was in a bit of a downward spiral. And unfortunately, I'm just putting it out there. I learned this. <laughs> like growth is a bit like, have you ever had something done to your teeth or Invisalign or something like that. I thought you would get Invisalign, they'd straighten your teeth and then you're done. That's it. Oh no. (laughs) Once they're straight, you have to have a retainer to retain them in that position because naturally your DNA wants to pull them back to where they started. And I think that's kind of the same with our like natural human tendencies. Like unless we're retaining a level of the way we operate, the way we think, naturally it kind of wants to pull us back down to like that initial beginning point that we had so it was kind of a confusing time as well because like on paper like I said I'd made a lot of progress in my life and you know things were going really well with my business and you know I'd read a lot of personal development books by this point as well so in my head I'm like I should be in an utter state of gratitude for where I'm at. I should know that, you know, I should know what to do now. Um, but I really didn't. And and yet I sometimes think a lot of our pain can also come from, you know, there were things I really wanted that in some respects I felt like I'd done a lot of work towards getting, but then weren't here yet. And I felt like I'd missed the boat on them. And yeah, just, yeah, I was just a bit lost. But anyway, as humans we can't see ourselves clearly. And having someone to listen to you and point out things that you can't see or someone to know the right questions to ask you to kind of pull out the gold so that you can actually answer those questions. And through those questions, like you hear yourself say things, you're like, oh, That's it. That's the answer. So you can start with friends who you trust as people to kind of chat through when you're in those situations, people that are further along than you, that you really respect and trust their opinion on things. You can reach out to mentors in your industry who are where you want to be and ask them or even seek out professional business coaches. But what I would say is be so selective as your mind is like the most precious thing and you want to place it in in the hands of someone, you would want to rewire a bit of it because the thoughts they give to you when you're in a vulnerable state or the ideas that they share, like they have a lot of power. So 
be mindful. So maybe you're not where you thought you would be by now. Maybe you're not where you want to be in life. But one thing I definitely learned in this situation is we must look at where we're at and then look back and compare it to where we actually started and be so grateful for actually everything that we have ticked off on the list. And also a really amazing thought that helped me was you have never missed your time and the universe holds everything in trust until you are ready to download it. And side note, that is from Marianne Williamson's book, The Law of Divine Compensation. It's just the greatest book ever when you're feeling a bit stuck for giving you that hope that your best days are ahead and whatever it is you're working towards is totally worth it. It made so much sense to me when I read that book. Like it spoke to me because I just thought, oh my God, this, this makes sense to me. Because what she talked about in it is, um, you know how like when you get um, a new app for your computer or a new program that you want to run on it and your computer like pops up something that says, you know, you need to update the software in order to run this new version of the app. So you're constantly having to update your software and then that new app can run on your computer. And what she explains is we are the same, you know, our software. So our wiring as, you know, humans, it would be our mindset. So what the, what we're thinking, our sort of operating systems that are habits, like the way we're functioning in each 24 hours and even our energy, like, are we in a state of gratitude and aspiration and thankful for where we are and excited working towards the future? Because if we're not, if we've got negative thought patterns, if we're being really like not taking action and have like habits that don't serve us, wellness habits that don't serve us. If our energy is negative, you know, blaming, complaining, you know, criticizing all those sorts of things, what we want can't run on that, that system. And so you have to upgrade your mindset, your habits and your energy. And once you've upgraded it to the point where you are ready to run that that higher level program on, then you're able to download it. Then you're able to sort of manifest into your life that next way of being. And I just read that and I was like, I love that analogy. I just love it. And the idea that everything is held in trust, waiting until you're ready, until you're that version of yourself, that level up version, but then it all sort of cascades in and you have that quantum leap. And I'm sure I know I've experienced in the past where you you kind of like, you know, you're in the darkness, the deepest depths of the tunnel, or you're climbing out of a pit and you're like, when will I get there? And then all of a sudden, one day, like, you know, you see the light at the other end of the tunnel and everything just starts happening. And you're like, you know, click, 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 click. Whoa, like, how is this happening? And that's that moment. So, you know, we're always going through the spring, summer, autumn, winters. And sometimes those winters can last a long time. And sometimes you can be trying to figure out the breakthrough to that sort of next moment. But I really found that that book and that concept so helpful to make me know like my best days are yet to come and it's all going to happen. So it's all good. So if you have set massive goals as well, if you're someone that's like got a huge dream that you're working towards in your business, of course, 
it makes sense. You're going to be sent some massive curveballs to grow you into the type of leader or person in that industry that can live life at that level. Like it's, I feel like, and it's just my personal view, I see it as, oh, this is part of the plan. You know, even if you go through a few years, that's the thing. Like my mum always used to say, um, you know, when you watch a film and then they go and five years later, <laughs> And that's like a second in in the film. You've got to live through the five years. Like sometimes five years is a long time. So, you know, trust that the good is coming. Um, So, okay, so back to being stuck. So I had achieved so much, like I said, but I still kept myself so small. So I really wasn't at this point owning my success. And it's because I had these limiting beliefs that I mentioned before in episode two that Guido helped me with that were, you know, success hurts people, but I must be successful or I'm invisible and no one will love me. And because I had those both running in my head, um, you know, I wanted to do everything by myself. That's another thing. Like, you know, it didn't mean anything. And I was like, I've done it. Um, I'd work super hard, but then I would hide my success and I'd literally just be like, shh, don't tell anyone. And, and I was exhausted because living with those two paradigms, like I just hit a wall and it, it something had to give to be able to, to kind of break through and I couldn't figure it out. But those chats that I had really shined a light on that issue, issue. And then when, you know, like I said, someone showing you something that you couldn't see before that enabled me to start looking to find answers, because when you know where to look and you're searching in the right place, your brain then starts to kind of connect all the dots and, you know, understand things a bit more. So one day I was in my garden and I um, I'd bought a plant four years previously when I'd moved. And I was looking at this plant that was once glorious and it was looking really yellow and it had hardly any leaves on it and no flowers this year. And I just thought, oh, it's just dying. Um, And, you know, it was my first garden. So I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't a pro gardener. I'm still not. <laughs> um, but I remember my mum talking and I laughed just then, by the way, because my garden right now is in such a state. I can see it out my window and I'm like, understatement of the century. She's she's not a pro gardener. Anyway, um, so I remember calling my mum and um I said, you know, I think I think it's pot bound. I think my plant might be pot bound because my mum is really good. She's got the most gorgeous patio. She's epic at gardening. And she'd always been talking about this thing called, oh, it's pot bound, it's pot bound. I feel like we spent our life repotting plants. So I was like, something's up. Maybe it's this thing she says pot bound. And um, she was said, so I was just like, well, what do you do? You know, and you ring mum like, what do you do? What do I do? Tell me what to do. She was like, well, you just need to go and buy a bigger pot, go and buy some new soil and repot it <laughs> and hope for the best. You know, literally she was, she's like a bit slapdash, but it always works out. So when I did that, you know, I'm very coachable. I was like, okay, I'm going to do what she's telling me to do. And I got this bigger pot. And then I got my plant that was on the way out and I like sort of tapped the edge of the pot to kind of pull it out. And it was like really difficult to get out. And as I lifted it up, what I saw was a mass of roots literally pushed against the side of the pot. Like it was literally like the biggest mesh of root pile. And like 
no soil. All the soil was gone. And it was this vision of like, oh my gosh, there was no more space for this plant to grow. Like it was starving of nourishment because it had sucked out every bit of nourishment from that soil it could. And I was like, wow, like it needed this extra space. It needed this extra nourishment. And then I was like, you know, this is me. This is me right now. Like I have made myself pot bound by keeping myself small all the time, by not feeding myself, by doing courageous things out my comfort zone, by allowing myself to go for something bigger um, in my industry. You know, I'd outgrown so much and I was not fully embodying the life I'd actually created. Like I'd created this amazing big night life, but I was keeping myself small. You know, I was buying furniture for my future dream home. And I probably had enough. I did have enough to furnish a four bed house, but I'd crammed it into this like two bed flat in London. You know, every bookcase was like heaving with books. All my notepads were full. And it was like, there there wasn't room for me to grow mentally, physically, or in my business because I wasn't owning my success. I wasn't letting go of those old stories and limiting beliefs to create room for new good beliefs, you know, and and create space for that next wave of growth in my company. So I put that plant in a really big pot with loads of fresh soil. And within days, within days, if you've ever done this, it's miraculous. Like the leaves turned this dark green and new shoots sprouted out of the stems. And that summer, the most gorgeous bloom of heavy purple hydrangeas. Like you, you wouldn't believe it was like the plant was just like, and it literally just like, like it looked amazing and I was just like wow like that just shows like that shift what that did for that living breathing thing um and I just thought I want to bloom again like I'm ready for that next summer you know we go through the winters and then we have the summers and winters and summers so it's like I'm ready for a summer And I decided, obviously, I need a bigger pot for myself. But FYI, this is a metaphor. (laughs) And whatever that is that bigger is to you. So maybe it's a bigger work ethic, demanding more of yourself. So there's a gap from the way you're showing up to the way you're going to show up. And that space is the bigger space, bigger goals. Maybe you've not truly fully committed to that next goal that you want to go for. And when you really decide, no, I'm going to go for that goal, you're creating space because then who are you going to have to be to fill that goal? Belief, belief in who you are and, you know, what you feel about yourself, growth. You know, I, I, I did actually, and that's why I say it's a metaphor because, you know, disclaimer, you absolutely do not need to do this. But it was definitely time for me at that moment that I decided, you know, I am going to make that next move to a dream home in the countryside, you know, creating space, not just physically, but also mentally. So I can kind of expand into it. And that for me was part of me owning my success and going, yes, you know, I'm doing that. You know, that's what I said I was going to do. Like, let's just do it. Let's just stop staying small. You know, let's stretch ourselves and let's go for it. Um, You know, and I did definitely recommit and created new goals within my industry, you know, company and business and push myself to embrace the success I'd already created, but put out there boldly that I'm going for more, do the things that I was scared of doing and start going back to getting back on those good habits of being courageous and going for and living that dream. Oh, sorry. I just knocked my table. Um, You know, and here's the thing. I am always a work in progress. 
I'm in the figuring out phase always, but I'm diving into that new wave of expansion. And, you know, I just know it's always worth it. And the next even bigger bloom is coming. And it's exciting. Like it's exciting. So a few other little thoughts. I remember years ago when I was dancing as a little girl and I was at that time, one of the best in my classes. And so one weekend, my mum took me to London to this really big ballet school to take class. And I was terrible, like the worst by a long stretch, like embarrassingly nowhere near the standard of the girls in that room but as a little mind that's only ever experienced being one of the top in a class it was a very humbling and like painful and like unsettling moment to suddenly be like wow there's people in this world that are extremely beyond talented more than me and that feeling from going from being the top to being beyond the bottom was like a shock (laughs) to my nervous system for sure and oh my I could cry for that little girl like we went you know for lunch on the way back at King's Cross station while we were waiting for the train and I just sat in this coffee shop just bawling my eyes out because I couldn't couldn't cope with like Oh my god, I'm really bad. I'm I'm so bad. Like what am I going to do? My dreams are over. Like I don't know what I'm going to do, mom. And I remember my mom just saying to me, "Do you know what? It's okay, Hetty, because it is far better to be a little fish in a big pond than it is to be a big fish in a little pond." You know, I love her so much for that word of wisdom because she could see it was time for me to expand and even though it was painful and scary, you know, try push for something bigger. And so if at times you feel like you are a little bit in the deep end, that's actually great because using the fish analogy, fish grow to the size of their environment. So if you, your fish will only grow as big as it can within the tank. Like if you, you need a bigger tank or, you know, you get where I'm going with it. Um, I don't know the word for someone who knows about fish, but I'm definitely not one of those. Just I'm also not a botanist. Anyway, you want to be in the rough waters, making the mistakes and facing adversity because that is where you're making growth and you're growing and you're expanding to your environment. And again, that goes in line with that idea of like expanding the space in your pot, you know, being the little fish in the big pond. Like it's it's all the same thing. So the last thing uh, before I bring this is to a close, like if you ever feel, which we all feel at times, that your sparkle starting to dim and you'll feel like you're losing your power and your best days are behind you. Another thought that might help, it always goes back to change the way you look at things, the things you look at change um, by Dr. Wayne Dyer. So at the time, that I'm talking about, you know, that moment where I was being stuck and slipping back, you know, I remember feeling like I just don't recognize myself anymore. Like, why am I showing up like this? You know, I felt unhealthy because I'd slipped out of good habits, undisciplined because I just wasn't driving myself to take action. You know, therefore, you know, I felt like I was underachieving and I was going under, like I wasn't in a great headspace at all because I just was slipping back into all these bad habits. But but a consequence of that was I started looking back at the past. And like I said, thinking that my best days were behind me and I was kind of a bit of a, a washed up 
things are no good, which is not a great mindset to be in. So if you're in that right now, or you ever get in that, don't be in that mindset because it's just not true. And there's another way you can look at it. So what I was doing was I was looking back and I was going, oh my gosh, like I'd love to be 16 year old Hitty again because she was amazing. Like she did so well at school. She got six A stars, four A's and a B at her GCSEs. Like she was on it, like, you know, destined for a, for a good life. <laughs> 19 year old Hetty. She was fabulous. I love her. Like, oh my God, could I go back to being that again? You know, awarded most outstanding dancer. Like life was good, right? 23 year old Hetty. Oh, to be 23, like literally six pack of dreams living my best life. Like I literally just breathed and I had a six pack and I could eat all the chocolate in the world and that don't happen anymore. Let me tell you that. Um, and then I'd look back and be like, oh my God, you know, 30 year old Hetty, like she was epic at that point. She'd promoted to the top 1% in the company she was with, traveling the world, renovating her second property, like bam, life was good. And I was a good few years past that. And I was looking back going, huh, but you know, at this point, I thought I'd be so much further on than I am, you know, not taking into account all the things I had actually accomplished. I just felt like such a disappointment, like I was the being left behind, you know, because I had dreamt of finding the man, you know, having a beautiful family by this point. There were other goals that I wanted to hit within my company and industry. And I kind of, I thought by this point, all those things would have happened and they hadn't happened. And so I was sitting in this feeling of like, you know, I've wasted so much time, all these years, you know, that have just gone by. I just thought I would have achieved these things by now, you know, these certain life goals, they're just not here. And I, and then I just felt like I'd lost my identity and completely my sparkle. And I was like, I'm running on empty. But then this was the moment I actually had this realization and it was so crazy. Um, and I I just remember just suddenly feeling like, what are you talking about? Like all of those past versions are actually me. Like they're still here. They're within me. They actually are who I am. Like this way of perceiving it and looking at it like they're in the past of this timeline is a really stupid story that doesn't serve me because it puts them not in me. It puts them somewhere else. And it was like that whole timeline of past identities suddenly like morphed inside me like a Russian doll, like boom, 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 boom. And I suddenly had this realization of, of like feeling like I had my power back again. Like I was like, oh, no, it's me. They are me. Like I know who I am actually. I know what I'm capable of. And all that was, was just a shift in perception. Like that's what's so mind blowing is it's like when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. and. It was, you know, and I'm sharing these things because that time was very dark, you know, very dark time for me. And it's so, so hard when you're struggling and you're not where you want to be and you look at everybody else and feel like everyone else is, you know, like living their best life. And you're like, I'm trying and I don't know what's going on here. So I'm just sharing these things because they were all shifts that one by one and all sort of added together and then taking action from the base of that. like clawed my way out of that winter, a very long, dark winter. So I just want to share it because, yeah, I spent a lot of time during that time. (laughs) 
sitting in the bath, crying, listening to other people on podcasts, sharing their words of wisdom to me. And those voices in the darkness helped me so much. And so it's part of paying that forward to be that voice for someone else, because maybe some of those things might be the thing that gives you that spark, just that tiny flicker of hope that you can build on to go, do you know what? I'm not done yet. (laughs) Just you wait. Um, So who are the best versions of you that you need to remind yourself that is still within you? And you are going to take them with you on this adventure to the next level. And who do you want to become? So we're not thinking of it like a timeline because that doesn't serve us. But I know that there's another version of Hetty that I've not become yet, that I'm working towards becoming. And then there'll be another. And then there'll be another. You know, that's part of the beauty of life. Like we're always growing. But it's kind of like, but who is that? Who is she? How does she operate? Um, because I just love that. It's something I love. I love figuring myself out and kind of figuring it out that next layer. But who is that for you? Because if you can hold that vision of who you want to be, then you've got something to start working towards to be like, yes, that's the best version of myself. And it's still you, but it's like the next level. So as I leave you this Wednesday I just want to remind you to enjoy the process of working on you every so often you are winning the day occasionally you are lost in the dark it's a lengthy road but it's the discoveries and memories you make along the way and the person you become in the process that will ultimately mean the most to you if you found this podcast of value it would mean the world to me for you to share about this podcast with your friends I'd love to know what you like best about it so pop me a message or leave a review you can find me on my personal instagram at hetty gifford and the you podcast at you dot podcast see you next week where we will talking all about the answer is inside you have a lovely week bye 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 bye